Welcome to the Future Print Podcast, celebrating print technology and the people behind it. Hello and welcome to the Future Print Podcast. I'm Karis Kopp. Uh, I'm delighted to be joined by Tobias Lang, Product Manager, Digital Inks at Marabou. Hi, Tobias. Hi, Karis. Pleasure to meet you. Great to have you with us. And we've also got Tim Schnell, Sales Manager, Koenig & Bauer Kamen. Hi, Tim. Hi, Karis. And thanks to you for, for joining us as well. Uh, we're going to be talking about digital printing on glass and, and the innovative solution and the trends that are uh, happening in that area. And I think, Tobias, if you could kick off by giving us a, a little overview of that. Yeah, it would be a pleasure. Um, well, we will speak about mega trends. We will speak about the mega trend individualization. We will speak about sustainability and how it is in combination with our new technology. We will speak about, okay, we will speak about our new technology, what it means. It's a new and innovative uh, method for the glass decoration. Um, we will speak about the increased of design freedom by combining visual and haptical effects. And we will check how is this a cost-effective method for a totally new kind of uh, glass decoration. And last but not least, we will speak about our key factor for these kind of um, development for the next step of glass decoration um, by our cooperation with Cayman and Marabou and how we put the both best of both worlds. Fantastic. And, and it's it's such an interesting area and, and really looking forward to hearing more about what's going on in that space. And I think it's really a relevant technology as well, um, based on current demand. What is it that makes this technology, uh, you know, really relevant? And why is there that that interest? What are, the, what, what are the trends that are driving interest in this kind of innovative um, digital printing on glass? I think the, the first uh, trend for us was to come to the idea of this new kind of technology was the trend of uh, individualization. Well, there is um, a big influence in the everyday life of the average customer. And this trend is completely present in the as mega trend and uh, in the daily life of the average customer. But I think what makes this mega trend so special and why is it precisely the topic of individualization that leads us to make purchasing decisions on instinct and all and makes all previously known items seems uninteresting? Well, we believe the answer of this question are not, not so easy. It's, it's varied and there are many uh, aspects to see, but nothing is in mysterious. <clears throat> because the media trend of individualization is basically a part of our human being, of our human natural way of, of, of living. And if you look into these mega trends, you realize that these mega trends don't arise randomly. Uh, if you're following uh, mega trends backwards in the history, you see that there is a quickly understanding why the respective trend is the next logical step of behavior. The main driver of this kind of mega trend um, is prosperity, which has achieved in many different countries and societies. So, and if we now bring it to some market figures, followed by the Deloitte consumer review, 
there is a raise from 27% of the baby boomer generation who feel a really strong demand of personalization. If you compare it right now to the current generation of the millennials, there's already a, a 45th share of the millennials who feel the same demand. And if we now project it a little bit more into the future, to the current growing generation, the demand will, agree, will increase above 50%. That means right now there are 40 to 50% of the society who feel a strong interest of personalization, customized product. And there's just the half of it has been used. So there is a big gap which has to be fulfilled right now and the gap is growing into the future. But there's another question what we think, what we should answer is uh, the resulted question is now, will people pay for these aspects of personalization. And we can say, yes, people are willing to pay for these customized product. Uh, in the same review, there is an overall statistically trend tendency um, that is 70 to 80% of people are willing to pay 10% more for personalization. And 30 to 50% of them are willing to pay even 20% more for personalization. So if we sum it up, we see the trend that there is a gap, there is a need of personalization, people are, want to have it, and people are, yeah, they, they are able to pay for it. They are ready to pay uh, even more for personalization. And this is the key point where our technology wants to start. Yeah. Absolutely. It's 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 so noticeable, isn't it, that um increase in interest in in personalization, in, in high-end products that are personalized, it's, it's really interesting to, to hear those figures as well. And I think that, that brings us nicely onto, the, you know, there's also that um, shift towards customization, you know, and, and it, um, it really demonstrates that there is that change. There's, there's the interest in personalization and, and there's that shift from, from mass production towards customization. You know, with that, these kind of mega trends that you've discussed, Tobias, in mind, if we look at kind of conventional glass production and how, uh, you know, we meet demand, for, meet demand for that customized production, can we talk a bit about the conventional technology versus the, the digital printed embossing technology? Yeah, um, on the one hand, we have these conventional glass production by embossing tools. There is hot glass has been melted uh, and filled to the, the these kind of embossing tools, blown up and formed to its finally uh, finally form. Um, I think you can easily recognize you always for each design you need a unique tool. Uh, to form it, and you can easily recognize there is individualization is really, really difficult. This kind of production is really economical for high volumes if you produce a huge amount of the same kind of form platform. If you compare it to our printed embossing technology, this technology is digital printer. That means digital printing, it's fully individual. You can produce unique parts. Uh, you can downsize uh, the batches to size one, uh, size one. That means an economical, an economical um, process for customization. And there's another thing which is really, really interesting uh, for this kind of um, technology is channel differentiation. Um, we are getting more and more these as a big trend. 
Um, this is um, especially big companies. They're thinking on special editions. I'm thinking here on big breweries like Bex or Heineken. And with this kind of industry, with this kind of process, they can create their unique design. They can create unique parts which uh, totally fit to their corporate identity and so on. And this is a big effort um, who is, is facing this. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a fascinating technology and uh, amazing to see some of the things that, that you guys can do, um, which we will, of course, uh, talk more about. But before we do, I, I, we've talked kind of about trends of, of personalization and, and customization there. Um, another kind of major issue that's certainly a, a big focus at the moment is that issue of sustainability. So I would like to talk a bit about that. Um, Tobias, if, if you talk a little bit about, about Marabu as a sustainable company and also how this technology fits, fits into the, uh, the sustainability topic as well. That would be great. Yeah, for Marabu, for us as Marabu, it's not sustainability. Is, sustainability is not only a trend. We believe that sustainability is our responsibility and we regard climate change as the most pressing, challenging facing society today and are committed to playing an active and sustainable role in protecting the environment. So that was the reason why we offset a project to um, that all unavoidable CO2 em emissions by supporting internally certified climate protection projects. We are therefore really proud to be a climate neutral company, and this is really unique uh, for the printing industry from, Jul from July 2021. Um, as well as to offer all our products in a climate-neutral manner. Um, and this kind of this printing embossing technology is a really, really good example um, how a new process, how new technology, innovative product fits into this politics of sustainability. Um, I would like to explain it into three parts. The first part is the ink chemistry related. Um, if we have a, a look on the market of glass decoration, there's two opportunities at all. It's the organic and the inorganic based inks. Um, glass decoration can be realized by both. Um, our technology, the embossing technology, the varnish is 100% organic chemistry, organic uh, components. Um, and this means, we do, not, we, we do not include any inorganic components, like uh, it does not contain any heavy metals like lead or cadmium. And we all know what kind of components do this with our human uh, organism. The second part um, is with the recycling opportunity. And usually you have a glass, you are using it, and after you use it, it will be, um, will be collected at one center point and then it can be recycled. Um, the recycling process is more or less heated up the melted glass and can be used again. Uh, I already mentioned that the new technology is 100% based on organic components. That means these components are oxidizing at this high temperature without any residues. And this means they're printed glass can be used more than one time, even often. Uh, the last point is the curing condition. 
Um, these embossing technology is 100% based on UV technology. Uh, if we compare it to oven uh, drying processes, um, like conventional inks, they are drying in an oven. Um, we speak about temperatures, curing temperatures um, at about 600 to 700 degrees. To run such an oven, you need a gas consumption about 50 cubic meters an hour. Um, I tried to calculate it uh, on a CO2 balance. Um, the produced CO2 will be roughly 100 kilogram uh, per hour. If I now calculate it on a Cayman machine, a K50, where we use six LEDs and one mercury-born lamp, we have a totally power consumption of electricity of 8, eight kilowatt per hour. And this means, if I calculate it into the CO2 production, even less than 5% of CO2 production compared to the oven drying process. And this is really, really a big point, which means sustainability. Fantastic. And, and really great to hear about your, your climate neutral status at, at Marabou and great to hear about the, the technology um, and the sustainability there as well. So, so thanks so much for, for talking about that, because I think it's really important to, to get the details of, of, of that um, in relation to this technology. And, and I kind of want to move on from there to the manufacturer point of view. That's bringing you in, Tim. Um, yeah. So... You know, to get your your perspective on the development of this technology uh, specifically, from, from your point of view, what were some of the the challenges? Okay, and what was challenging? Uh, mainly, mm, I would say implementing state of the art uh, sensible inkjet technology on the one hand um, in a high precision machine transport system um, to design a reliable um, process to print a multi layer build up, um, and that's important without a loss of production speed on the one hand, or on the other hand, a negative to have a negative impact on the printing quality. And um, as you know, um, the digital printing process on, uh, on not flat substrates is, um, yeah, it's clearly kind of complex, uh, def definitely different to flat substrates. Um, and to keep the whole process controllable, um, yeah, let's say simple, um, yeah, that was challenging. Yeah, I can uh, can imagine, but um, I think it's 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 like we've we've talked about. It's such an interesting process to to, to see in action, and uh, you know, perhaps Tim, you could describe a bit about um, how the the relief process in, in this technology differs from your traditional uh, four color printing. Absolutely, um, yeah. In general, the process does not differ at all. To be honest, um, the glass um, as a first step has to be pre-treated um, with a pyrosyl mixture. And therefore, we have a peripheral device. Um, it's called K31. Um, we set this machine in front of our, yeah, for example, K15, uh, K1, K20 printing machine. Um, and before the first inkjet color gets applied, um, a primer has to, to follow, which is also digitally jetted. And this primer ensures a homogeneous adhesive base. This is very important. And then depending on the desired degree of haptics, uh, which is required, um, almost any number of layers um, then can be printed. So the process in general stays the same. 
Okay, fantastic. And, and, and so the processes stay the same. Um, is that that combination of, of relief and four color printing uh, a possibility? Yes, definitely. This is definitely a possibility um, due to our high precision and modular machine platforms um, such as our K15 family. Um, the machine can be configured to do this in just one machine pass. So um, such a concept can be used then for, on the one hand, um, the conventional 4C printing process. Um, it can be used for pure transparent um, relief applications and um, yeah, as well for the combination of both. And um, yeah, to be honest, this offers um, yeah, a large variety of uh, possibilities in decoration. Yeah, this is possible. And so we talked there a bit about uh, complex shapes. Is that something that this process is, is suitable for? Is it, or it's just suitable for standard kind of cylindrical glass items? No, it's um, also suitable for non-cylindrical items, also um, difficult kind of shapes um, due to the machine components and tools, which we are um, for sure manufactured with the highest um, precision, possible precision. As well, the large number of axes uh, installed in each article arm, um, we can guarantee to bring um, each article um, under the nearest possible um, yeah, position under the printing head. Um, this is definitely key. And um, that's the reason then why we are able to do so. Um, when we have, for example, um, an article which is non-cylindrical, let's, let's say um, a conical article, we have um, different diameters, surface diameters. And um, this is resulting in deviations in the rotational speed on the surface. And this is also automatically compensated by our software, which we are using in our machine, on our machines. And um, yeah, the combination of all makes it possible to print um, also on complex articles. So not only cylindrical drinking glasses, also perfume, flacons or cylindrical items. So that's possible. Fantastic. That's that's great to hear. And it really is such a, a, a beautiful end result, um, you know, with amazing kind of decorative possibilities there. So it's, you know, I, I really this is a, an audio podcast, but there's plenty of, of ways for everyone to, to see those results. Um, and I think it'd be great to talk a bit now coming back to you, Tobias, about the partnership. You know, this technology is, is possible because of, of a fantastic partnership between uh, Marabu and Koenig and Bauer Kamen. Uh, can you talk a bit about that collaboration? Yeah, um, I totally agree. I think this partnership, this kind of, uh, this cooperation is the key success factor for these kind of technology. Um, both R&D departments worked really, really close together in the last few months or year um, to generate these kind of new step of the technology. Um, and I think the the key benefit for uh, the success of this technology was we had on the one hand we had our colleagues at Cayman, um, the specialists for mechanical engineering. They had the know-how about adjusting the process, building up such a machine with this precise technology. And on the other hand, we had our colleagues here at Marabu, um, our chemist who are really specialists in um, creating formulations. They know the interaction between polymers and how it reacts, the polymer with the pigment and the printing technology. And 
these two parties um, were put together. And um, so we had several visits at Cayman. They came to us at Tutam, to Marabu. Um, also, we um, include some customer tests. And therefore, we achieved to adjust the formulation, the chemical formulation, um, really exactly on the printing process for the Cayman machine. And I think this makes it so exceptional why we could generate such a great quality uh, of this new technology. I totally agree, Tobias. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. And yeah, Tim, I, I, nice to hear that, that you agree there. You, you feel similarly that about the strong partnership between Koenig and Bauer Cameron and Marabou? Yeah, absolutely. So um, as, as Tobias mentioned, we are the specialists in the machine manufacturing. So um, bringing the uh, yeah, latest state of, of inkjet technology in um, a reliable machine transport system with the highest possible precision um, to even achieve um, such printing quality, which, which is very important, especially when printing layer above um, or layer after layer, uh, one above the other. Um, precision is absolutely key and to um, create a process um, without the loss of production speed keeping the same printing quality the, the same high printing quality um, which we can achieve with the common for c process it's absolutely essential to have such a partner because the um, the mixture the characteristics of the ink have a very very big impact on the whole process and um, yeah with working together um, with, with working together with Marabu, we have found a partner. We were able to do so. And um, yeah, we are very happy to present you such results. Wonderful. Wonderful to, to hear that from both of you. Uh, I want to look ahead to the market launch to uh, the 23rd of September. Um, there's going to be a webinar, a special webinar, um, hosted by Fraser Chesterman of Future Print. Uh, with Marabou and Koenig and Bauer come in uh, on the innovative digital glass printing uh, solution. It's at 3 p.m. Uh, UK time and, and 4 p.m. Uh, Central European Central European time and 4 p.m. Central European time. So there'll be more details to follow on that, but it would be great advice if you could talk a little bit about what the audience can expect. Well. Um... I think the, the main part will be we present our new technology of tactical printing on glass containers. Uh, we will show the audience several design application. That's what Tim mentioned before. We The combination of visual effects and haptical effects. Um, they will have the chance to see the platform of the printing process. Um, we will show the process and how we adjust it. We will, we will speak about individualization on the, and the opportunities of these kind of process. And of course, um, of sustainability and the advantages of organic inks. Uh, and last but not least, I would like to mention that there is a special surprise for every attendance. But uh, I don't want to give too much away. So if you are interested, uh, please register on our homepage and yeah, convince yourself about the quality of this new technology and visit our market launch on the 23rd of September. Yeah, it would be um, a pleasure to meet you there. That sounds very exciting. I'm very intrigued by the special surprise. <laughs> so everybody listening, uh, you know, should 
definitely go and, and register. Can you give us the, the homepage address there, Tobias? Um, the Marabu homepage, you can go on uh, marabu-druckfarben.de. And there on the on the main page, you will find a field um, with virtual event, uh, innovative digital printing solution for glass presented by Marabu and König and Bauer. And there you can just click on it and registrate for the uh, virtual event. And and Tim, I believe yes, people can go to your homepage. Sorry, I should have let it go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I wasn't aware if you start or I directly uh, step right. in behind. Uh, from, I'm sorry. No I'll worries. go from that again. And Tim, uh, people can go to the to yeah. the Kamen website as well to register. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Kamen.de. Kamen.de. You can also go to futureprint.tech and and you'll be able to find your way there. But you don't have to worry about it or write yeah. any of it down because uh, it's all going to be uh, in the show notes for the episodes. So all you have to do is, is click through. So we've made it perfectly easy for you. So please do go and register and we will see you there. Uh, thank you so much, uh, firstly, to you, Tim, for, for joining us on the podcast. It was a pleasure. And thanks for your attention, everyone. Of course. And Tobias, fantastic to be joined by you as well. Uh, many thanks. Many thanks for your attention and hopefully see you at the virtual event. Absolutely. We'll see everybody, I'm sure, on the 23rd of September for that event. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe now for more great audio content coming up and visit futureprint.tech for the latest news, partner interviews, in-depth industry research and to catch up on content from Futureprint events. We'll see you next time on the Future Print Podcast.